Sarah and I are super excited to announce our new sponsor, Oakley. Express your style and build a look that's made for you. And I know for me, I have super sun-sensitive blue eyes. So not only does Oakley check my fashion box, but it checks my necessity box. Oakley's changing the game, and it's time to discover a whole new world of possibilities. Maybe you run. Maybe you golf. Maybe you just flat-out train. I don't know. Maybe you just want to look like Lamar Action Jackson. If any of those are true, you need to get yourself a pair of Oakleys today. Suited for everyday eyewear with frames and lenses allowing for an extension of self. Really, it's an expression of your personality. There's more than meets the eye. And here on The Vault, we're all about look good, feel good, perform good. And that's why Oakley is the perfect partner for us. We do not leave the house in the morning without rocking our Oakleys. And hey, since it's officially almost summer, you may want to upgrade your sunglasses game right now. Check out oakley.com to get yourself a pair today. I know my go-to sunglasses are the custom frog skins, so maybe take an extra look at them while you're there. Oakley even offers prism lens technology, which is a proprietary technology to Oakley and available for everyday settings as well. If you're interested in learning more, head on over to oakley.com and do your own research. And while you're there, get yourself a pair of everyday glasses that'll be sure to change your look for the better. When you wear Oakley, there really is more than meets the eye. But don't just trust me. Try for yourself. I've worn a lot of sunglasses brands in my life. I know Sarah has as well. We feel like we can both confidently say that Oakley's not only the best looking, but the best quality out there. So head on over to Oakley.com for more information today. So for the first time publicly since he became available at the start of free agency back in March, former Ravens cornerback Marcus Peters has generated some interest outside of Baltimore. Yeah, according to The Athletic, Juice Man had an official visit with the Las Vegas Raiders on Monday. But what does an actual player visit mean? More on that just ahead. I'm Bobby Trossett alongside my co-host Sarah Ellison. It is Tuesday, May 16th. And this is your morning Ravens update from Inside the Vault, presented by our monthly title sponsor, GiftyGarage.net. For a limited time, use promo code VAULT25 to save 25% off site-wide. Eric DaCosta responded to accusations that the Ravens are cheap. And he also admitted to a strategy at the wide receiver position that many have long suspected. Plus, Baltimore went ahead and added to its interior offensive line depth with a signing that went official on Monday. We have all of that and more coming up. Thanks for waking up with the Morning Vault, where you get the most important Ravens news in about 15 minutes. All right, Bobby. So really, for the first time since free agency began in mid-March, there's finally now movement on the Marcus Peters front. Yeah, Sarah, Juice Man had an official visit with the Las Vegas Raiders on Monday, and that's according to Vic Tafer of The Athletic. Now, as we've covered time and time again this offseason, Peters took a step back in 2022 after a torn ACL sidelined him all of 2021. And hey, there's been limited interest in the 30-year-old, at least publicly, since he became available as a result. Yeah, but Bobby, despite all of that, despite his step back with the injury, John Harbaugh wasn't willing to dismiss the possibility of a potential return when he met with the media earlier this month. I don't think he'd ever, ever really close the door on any, any personnel move. You know, uh, 
whoever it might be, uh, you know, if you, you probably ask me about Marcus and whatever other corners are out there, I, I would say, you know, you don't close the door on good players and good people. We'll see how it goes. So I thought it'd probably be a good time to revisit what an actual player visit is defined as. And I, I feel like it can be broken down into two different categories. You have the types of visits where players essentially venture out to see what they're worth sort of like how things played out with Lamar and the non-exclusive franchise tag this offseason. But then on the flip side, there's also visits that spur immediate action, kind of like Odell Beckham Jr.'s scheduled trip to New York that never was because the Ravens swooped in last minute, as we know, with a deal he couldn't refuse to the tune of $15 million guaranteed with potentially three more million in incentives to get him to $18 million in a one-year prove-it deal. Now, Former NFL general manager and current 105.7 The Fan on-air host, Vinny Serrato. He speculated that this one with Vegas, this visit for Marcus, is the former of those two, essentially suggesting that the Ravens told Peters to test the market and report back on what he's worth. Again, this is just speculation from Vinny. I was in the car on the way back from the gym yesterday uh, listening to him, but I thought I'd share it here since it's relevant. And we should also push a reminder that the Ravens went ahead and signed Rocky Sin, as we all know, and that was after the compensatory pick deadline earlier this month. So he will not count against that formula, and his deal was for one year worth up to $6 million, so that's starter-type money. Yeah, it definitely is, and that's probably one of the reasons why he's the front-runner to start opposite Marlon Humphrey as things stand right now come this fall. But I got to be honest, I think I'm with our guy, Jason Smith from Huddle It Up Films, who recently tweeted the following out, Sarah, quote, have to admit, I'm not feeling great about outside cornerback after the draft, especially with Brandon Stevens transitioning to safety again. Right now, it's Marlon, Rocky Sin, and a whole lot of unknown. I hope Trayvon Mullen reaches his potential. I hope Jalen Armour Davis is ready and stays healthy. It's just a lot of hope, close quote. And Sarah, speaking of hope, I know you're on record for holding out hope that a reunion is still on the table for the Ravens and Marcus, but did you see the little recruiting pitch that Raiders star defensive end Max Crosby did on Monday? He's not doing you any favors. He threw on his <laughs> recruiting hat. He got on Instagram and reposted a uh, basically a, an Instagram story that detailed Marcus's visit on Monday with the caption, quote, it's only right, 100 emoji, and tagged Marcus himself. So there you have it. Mm, all right, Crosby. All right, still to come here on The Vault, Ravens GM Eric DaCosta has a message for those who claim that the team is cheap. Sarah and I are super excited to announce our new sponsor, Oakley. Express your style and build a look that's made for you. And I know for me... I have super sun-sensitive blue eyes, so not only does Oakley check my fashion box, but it checks my necessity box. Oakley's changing the game, and it's time to discover a whole new world of possibilities. Maybe you run. Maybe you golf. Maybe you just flat-out train. I don't know. Maybe you just want to look like Lamar Action Jackson. If any of those are true, you need to get yourself a pair of Oakley's today. Suited for everyday eyewear with frames and lenses allowing for an extension of self. Really, it's an expression of your personality. There's more than meets the eye. And here on The Vault, we're all about look good, feel good, perform good. And that's why Oakley is the perfect partner for us. We do not leave the house in the morning without rocking our Oakleys. And hey, since it's officially almost summer, you may want to upgrade your sunglasses game 
right now. Check out oakley.com to get yourself a pair today. I know my go-to sunglasses are the custom frog skins, so maybe take an extra look at them while you're there. Oakley even offers prism lens technology, which is a proprietary technology to Oakley and available for everyday settings as well. If you're interested in learning more, head on over to oakley.com and do your own research. And while you're there, get yourself a pair of everyday glasses that'll be sure to change your look for the better. When you wear Oakley, there really is more than meets the eye, but don't just trust me. Try for yourself. I've worn a lot of sunglasses brands in my life. I know Sarah has as well. We feel like we can both confidently say that Oakley's not only the best looking, but the best quality out there. So head on over to oakley.com for more information today. So Sarah, Eric DaCosta is certainly making his post-draft media rounds, and with each one, we learn a little more and more about the organization. He's been an open book in recent weeks. <laughs> yeah, he really has. And this time, he was on Adam Jones' podcast, and he was asked about accusations, as I've mentioned up top, about accusations among fans and media that the Ravens are cheap. Let's cut right to it. You know, I think it's just agenda. I, I think people want to be controversial, Jerry. And a lot of times what we see really isn't isn't based in fact. It's, it's based in uh, fiction, hyperbole. Um, like I said, agenda, you know, could be, you know, working with agents, could be trying to make a name for yourself, whatever it is. In the end, we just try to drown all that out. We have a conviction based in uh, fact, evidence, data, relationships. We try to stick to that as possible. We want to be as strategic as possible and do what's best for the player, but also do what's best for the club and also the community. So as a GM, I constantly feel that push and pull. We want to take care of our players. We want to be fair to our players. We want to create an atmosphere for our players to succeed. But we also feel a responsibility towards ownership, towards the brand, towards the league, and towards our fans. And so it's a never-ending struggle to do what's right. And um, we try to do what's best for the club so that we can build the best team possible to win. Yeah, Eric DaCosta is correct here. If you base your opinion upon facts and evidence, and I hope that's what everybody bases their opinion on, uh, then the Ravens are, objectively speaking, not a cheap franchise. I mean, Bobby, you've been there. Anyone who has gone to the Under Armour Performance Center in Owings Mills knows that immediately. But taking that aside, looking at player contracts, it's also not the case. So here are the current Ravens players who were paid among the top five at their position. And I'm talking about in terms of average salary per year. And that was at the time of their signing. So you've got quarterback Lamar Jackson. Quarterback, the most expensive position. And Lamar Jackson, number one. Linebacker Roquan Smith. He was number one among inside linebackers. Kicker Justin Tucker, number one in payment. Left tackle Ronnie Stanley, number two. Cornerback Marlon Humphrey, number two. And tight end Mark Andrews, number three. I don't even know how they fit all that inside the salary cap, but I'm telling you, it ain't cheap. Yeah, no kidding. Anybody that made the vague statement that the Ravens are cheap with little merit was incorrect. But if they wanted to be a bit more specific, there is evidence and facts that prove the Ravens are cheap when it comes to paying salary cap dollars, specifically at the wide receiver position. We've covered this before. Baltimore has spent in the bottom six of the league in seven of the last 10 years. They've never ranked in the top 16 teams over the last decade. So context is key here. But again, just throwing it out there, all oh, the Ravens are cheap, you know, calling into the local shows, leaving comments on our shows. I mean, you got to provide some context. And specifically, 
with the wide receiver position, we're here for that conversation. Yeah, you got to pinpoint it specifically to veteran wide receivers because obviously they've also put a lot of resources in, in rookie wide receivers. And you know what, Bobby, before this offseason, when they finally paid Odell Beckham Jr., that is the more accurate criticism. And to be honest, here's what's crazy. This kind of went under the radar last week, and I'm glad we've gotten a chance to come back to it. Even Eric DaCosta himself admitted that his strategy at the wide receiver position is to draft young guys and get them on those cheap rookie deals as opposed to paying big bucks to veterans in their prime. Here he is on the Lounge podcast last week. I think about it a lot. You know, if we signed a bunch of receivers as free agents, we'd be paying a lot more money and probably wouldn't be able to bring back a Marlon Humphrey or Ronnie Stanley. Right. Um, you know, a Roquan Smith, players like that. So I look at it really as an allocation of resources. You've got a finite amount of money that you can spend, and how are you going to do it? And so for us, it made sense to draft the rookies, the younger players. Um, we see a strong correlation uh, with receivers, drafted receivers, and uh, the age of those players developing in your system and producing versus spending tons of money on veteran receivers who expect to get the ball thrown to them more than anybody else. Right, right. You know, because you're, they're being paid that money. Right. You're basically entitling those players by putting them up there as your marquee acquisition. And just for us, we just felt like our model works best. Partner, case closed, right? <laughs> I mean, if, if you know, if you think the Ravens are cheap at, when it comes to paying wide receivers, it's because they are. It's literally their model edc just said it there point blank and that's also partly why we've seen them use three of his last five first round picks on wide receivers right marquise brown rashad babin and now zay flowers most recently yeah and as he later went on to say in the podcast even though we didn't have in that clip he said in order for that model to work Obviously, these young receivers must produce. He knows that. And you know what? Marquise did produce, but he requested a trade because of Greg Roman's offense. Bateman, he hasn't been healthy enough to prove the model correct. And so we'll see what happens with Zay. But at some point, these young guys are going to have to produce. Now, as we've said, EDC did veer away from the model a little bit when he gave OBJ the one-year $18 million deal, $15 million of which is fully guaranteed. But... They were willing to do that this time around in order to please their quarterback because, as we know at the time, certainly there was nothing certain about Lamar's future, at least on paper. And then because of jersey sales and economic value of bringing in a, you know, a star-studded guy like OBJ, he has said that before, Eric has. Yeah, and Bobby, again, it's just a three to five million dollar overpay. It's and it's a one year deal, so it's not going to hurt them significantly going forward. And I'm saying that just because I don't want to like get hopes up that he suddenly has changed his model because it's pretty clear he believes in in this model. But speaking of OBJ, uh, I do want to end on a story that EDC gave when he found out that the deal with him was going to be solidified. Remember how he told the fun story about how he found out about Lamar? Well, this is an, another fun one and just some background to it. He said that he started talking to OBJ last year and they were hoping they could get him in at the end of the season, but he wasn't healthy enough to play. So they kept in touch. They met at the owner's meetings and at the owner's meetings, they were actually able to hammer out a deal though. It wasn't fully agreed upon yet. And OBJ still wanted to do some thinking. So 
Anyway, EDC goes back home from the owners' meetings, and one night he goes to see a movie with his son, Jackson. And we were able to get it done, and it was an awesome experience. I was uh, actually at the movies with my sons watching the uh, that Nike movie that came out, and we were just at the point in the movie where Michael Jordan decides to sign with Nike over Adidas, but my phone rang, and it was Nick Matteo, our cap guy, and he said, man, I think we're going to get this guy. And uh, it was the day before Easter. I was overcome with joy. It was a great feeling. I think my son Jackson was the happiest because he uh, he's all about receivers. And he's been telling me for two years, Dad, we got to get some receivers in here. And, uh, you know, I think he was the happiest. You didn't take a phone call in the middle of a movie theater, did you? No, I just checked. I put my phone under my shirt and I went down like that and I looked and I could see where the text message was. And I looked at my son and I said, man, I got a good feeling about this. He was like, can we leave now? And I said, no, we got to see the end of the movie. That is just a great story. I can just imagine EDC looking under his shirt in this dark movie theater, looking at his his phone. And by the way, Lacey DaCosta, EDC's wife, she told us that she and her sons listened to this show. So Jackson, if you happen to be listening today, we appreciate you. We appreciate you encouraging your dad to get a veteran receiver like OBJ. So that's great on your part. All right, Bobby. So the Ravens added to their offensive line depth on Monday, and it's a homecoming signing for a former Chicago Bear. By the way, this episode's topic three is brought to you by our friends at Oakley. Yeah, Sarah, this is about as full circle as full circle gets. Sam Mustafer, who literally grew up in Owings Mills, not far from one winning drive. He's being brought in for some interior offensive line depth on a one-year deal. The 26-year-old was a standout four-star recruit who attended good counsel over in only Maryland and ultimately chose Notre Dame over the likes of powerhouse schools like Ohio State, Alabama, and Clemson. And this signing, it really doesn't come as a surprise because, uh, I mean, it's not like we all knew that this would be this specific player, but the Ravens did need some depth, being that Baltimore lost Tristan Colon to the Jets in free agency back in March. Who served as Tyler Linderbaum's primary backup center last year. So Mustafer, you would think, will likely compete for that role this summer. And I like his odds, having started 16 games at the position in Chicago a year ago, and actually 40 total over the last three seasons, all of which were with the Bears. Now, with that said, he's no Tyler Linderbaum. At least he wasn't last year. According to PFF, Mustafer was ranked tied for 40th of 55 uh, centers that actually qualified for this. 35 of these, uh, again, logged over 100 snaps. That's within the, the PFF range here. But uh, 40th of 55 centers on pass blocking in 2022 with an overall rating of 55.1. In true pass sets, his rating dropped to 51.2. So perhaps a change of scenery becomes just what the doctor ordered. But having done my fair share of scrolling through uh, Bears Twitter in preparation for this topic, the majority of Chicago's online fan base, which is sometimes the vocal minority, as we've discussed before, was happy to see him go. And before we fly, some other quick news items, beginning with the Ravens announcing that they will provide media availability again on Wednesday for its football school. 
And by the way, just a reminder, a football school should not be confused with organized team activities or OTAs. At football school, the offense and defense can't even line up against each other. There's mostly individual work. There are no real reps to be had. They're not even in Jersey. So, But on Wednesday, we'll hear from a few select defensive players and defensive coordinator Mike McDonald at the podium. Elsewhere, Patrick Queen posted a picture on Instagram of his Mother's Day gift, which was, oh, you know, just a white Range Rover. No big deal here. (laughs) Well done, PQ. And finally, Ray Lewis and Ravens team president Sashi Brown both had birthdays yesterday. So a happy belated birthday to both of them. And Bobby, I tell you what, time flies because the Ravens goat is already 48 years old. Thanks for listening to The Morning Vault. We created our show to keep you plugged into all things Ravens. If you've been enjoying our content, please consider joining one of our membership platforms at patreon.com forward slash Ravens Vault podcast. As you probably know by now, we have been betting on ourselves by creating content independently from any big broadcast station or corporation. And with your membership support, You'll give us a chance to keep churning out daily Ravens content for years to come. Yeah, and a special shout out to two of our returning patrons, Christopher Sachs and Tibor Potter. We appreciate you guys for supporting us, and we'd also love to hear from everyone, whether you're a patron or not. So if you've got questions, comments, or if you'd be interested in advertising, you can reach us by email via BaltimoreRavensVault at gmail.com. And that is all the time we've got today, but we will be back on Wednesday. With the Ravens news you need to know.